This is episode 400 of the Prepper Website Podcast, where I connect you with resources that will help you live a more self-reliant life so you can love your people, get prepared, and live free. Today's article, 10 Best Paracord Uses for Survivalist. Hey, I'm Todd Sepulveda, the editor of PrepperWebsite.com. This podcast is an audible version, with some commentary, of articles that have been posted on Prepper Website, a daily curation of preparedness information. These articles are some of the best of the best that have been recently posted on PrepperWebsite.com. All article links and show information can be found on the PrepperWebsitePodcast.com. Hey everyone, this episode is sponsored by my ebook, The Preparedness Community's Guide to a Microbiz and Increasing Your Finances. If you'd like some more information, click the link in the show notes or come on over to the PrepperWebsitePodcast.com. Hey guys, before we jump into the article of the podcast, i just like to say that if you find value, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while and you find value in the podcast, I do appreciate a five-star review or even just you know leaving a, a written-out review on iTunes or Stitcher or any other podcast network that you listen to the Prepper Website podcast on. Uh, that just always helps to you know for the algorithms and for other people to come to the podcast and you know they look at those reviews. And they're like, hey, that might be something that I want to look at. And so if you uh, you know, you know, haven't given us a review, greatly would appreciate it. And I'd like to say, if you are new to the podcast, I'd like to welcome you. But then also, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, you can come on over to theprepperwebsitepodcast.com. And that way, uh, you can click on the podcast network that you know would uh, fill your need or you know however you listen to podcasts. And that way, you can always listen to to the podcast and never miss an episode. So let's go ahead and jump into our article. It comes to us from thepreppingguide.com and the article is entitled 10 Best Paracord Uses for Survivalist. Now, paracord is a great piece of cordage. A lot of the times when we're making our little, you know, get home bags or we're making our bug out bags, you know, you should have cordage uh, with you. Um, Some people have, you know, will recommend other types, but the cordage that most people will recommend is paracord. And uh, there are different kinds of paracord. You want to make sure you get the right kind. Uh, But then there's so many uses for it. And so this is why when we talk about cordage or when this topic comes up, paracord comes up because there's so many options if you ever needed if you ever were in a place where it was a truly a survival situation or you were bugging out or whatever and you needed cordage paracord offers so many different options and so this article is only going to touch on 10 but then i'm going to give you some resources at the end that can uh, you know you can really go investigate a little bit more if you're interested in it so let's go ahead and jump right into it Parachute cord, or paracord as it is more formally known, is the interweaving stitch of durability, innovation, and multiple usage all in one bundle. There's no need for me to convince you of the practicality behind paracord. It is relentless in how it can be used. Even astronauts in the 82nd space shuttle mission use paracord to repair the Hubble telescope. For us on Earth, paracord is the Swiss army knife of rope. It plays a very important role in not only survival scenarios, but also for military, law enforcement, outdoor enthusiasts, or anyone just heading out for a weekend camping trip. Some sort of cord is a vital part of any survival kit. You aren't prepared if you head outdoors without it, and should you find yourself without any cordage in an emergency, 
you will need to know how to make it or improvise it from what you find around you. Whether you need to tie a ridge line for a shelter, make traps, catch fish, make a net or repair your equipment, some sort of cordage is vital. Making strong cordage from lime bast takes literally weeks and other more expedient natural fibers still takes a long time to process. When you have paracord, things are much easier. As with everything in survival, the primary thing you need to know is to always have paracord with you. This might be in your car glove box, your everyday carry kit, stuffed into your backpack you take everywhere with you, or in a handy paracord bracelet that you can easily wear. First, let's take a look at what makes paracord different from normal rope. You might have heard of paracord being referred to as 550 cord or type 3 cord. This is one of the most common types of paracord and has its title from the fact that it can hold 550 pounds. Of course, there are other types of paracord as well. Below is a table of the varying types of paracord and their relative strengths. So type 1 is uh, the breaking strength is 95 pounds. Type 2 is 400 pounds. Type 3 is 550 pounds, and that's the one we're talking about. That's the, the most common, I guess, that you hear about in preparedness. And then type 4 is 750 pounds. There are also links here that you can go over to Amazon, and uh, you can check out these, uh, these various uh, you know, prices and stuff like that. In comparison to rope, while both paracord and rope are made of individual fibers joined together to create a much stronger cord, the individual fibers of paracord are made of a lightweight nylon rope. This was originally used in the suspension of parachutes, giving it the title as parachute cord. While the standard material of paracord is nylon, some styles of paracord can be made with polyester. However, the military standard is nylon as it is more reliable, so we will likely stick to that reasoning as we like durable things. So here's some uses for paracord. Now that we know what paracord is, what can you do with it? There are countless amounts of paracord projects out there, but here are just a few of the best paracord projects to get you started. Number one, building a tarp or a ridge line. A tarp has become the ubiquitous shelter option for bushcraft and survival and is a very attractive option for recreational bushcrafters, survivalists, and preppers alike. They are lightweight, they pack down small, and as well as their obvious use as a shelter, they can also easily be improvised for other uses, whether for dragging an injured member of your party along the ground, making a stretcher, a seat, or a windbreak. To pitch a tarp as a shelter, you will need a ridge line. Ideally, a taut rope between two trees or poles and paracord is the ideal solution for this. One end can be secured with a simple timber hitch, and the other with an adjustable knot to allow you to apply tension to the ridgeline. If you don't have convenient trees to tie it from, two upright poles can be used instead and clove hitches around the top of each pole secured to the ground with a simple whittled peg is a perfect alternative. This is a great video over at Black Owl Outdoors on using tarp ridgelines. Here it is. So uh, this is a quick video here, and actually this whole article has a couple of videos that are, are pretty good, and they're short. They're not like super long videos. They're like four minutes, uh, maybe five minutes in length. But in this one, the, uh, the guy talks a little bit about the timber hitch and just how it's able to, uh, you're able to slide it and you're able to keep it tight. And so that's definitely one of those knots 
that would be worth it. And so he shows it to you here on this video and he walks you through how to tie it. It's not a very hard knot to learn. It's very easy and it's one that you should know. And so that's why I'm recommending this video to you. You need to check this one out. Uh, like I said, it's only four minutes long. Okay, so the second one is paracord fishing line. One of the particular advantages of paracord above other alternatives like bank line and accessory cord is the possibility of stripping down paracord and gutting it of its multiple internal fibers. These multiple fibers are one of the reasons paracord is so strong. In fact, there is a reason it is often called 550 paracord. It's because it can bear 550 pounds of weight. These internal fibers can be removed and are fine enough to use as an improvised fishing line, which is why a survival bracelet acts as a method of food gathering too. You can easily use a paracord bracelet to catch fish as seen here. So the paracord bracelets, I remember at one point used to, you know, everybody was making them. Kids were making them at my campus when I used to be an assistant principal. And, uh, you know, they would sell them for a dollar, two dollars, whatever. Uh, and uh, But you can find really nice survival bracelets and not necessarily the ones that are just into fishing. Uh, you know, there are other ones out there that have other survival uses, but the ones that, you know, have like a little hook or whatever, you know, hook, and then you have the line with the, with the, uh, the internal fibers and weights and stuff like that. Those, if you are going to be around water, that is possibly one use for a paracord and a survival bracelet. And so in this art, in this article here, um, or I'm sorry, in this video here that that's attached, um, it's a great video where he uses, he takes apart one of the paracord bracelets and actually he built his own, right? So one that he created and that has, uh, you know, a hook and it has uh, maybe even some lures and things in there. And so he uses it to catch a fish. And, and so he, there's a little bit of trial and error. The first one really doesn't work. Uh, he was using some bugs that he had found on the ground. And then he, he moved from there to another uh, lure, I believe. And uh, that's what he used to catch that fish. And so it's pretty cool to be able to watch that. I mean, with what he had in the paracord or in the bracelet and just a stick. And so that was very cool to watch that. And again, like I said, it's only four minutes. So I recommend watching that one too. All right. So another way to use this for paracord is as a sewing thread. As well as being fine enough to use as fishing line, the internal fibers of paracord are fine enough to be used for strong sewing thread. It's not as fine as the cotton you'd sew on a button, but it is much stronger and will be suitable for repairing clothing, shoes, tents, and even in dire need for use as a suture. Another use is as a paracord bow drilling string. If you have paracord in an emergency, it is not out of the question that you have other essential items kept in a survival kit, such as a fire steel or lighter for making fire. So you may not have to resort to making fire by friction. However, a simple trick that many outdoorsmen use is to swap their boot laces for paracord. This means that not only are your boot laces very strong, but they can provide very strong emergency cordage if you have no other alternative. Your paracord boot laces may easily be adapted as a bowstring for a friction fire. Despite its strength though, you do need to be aware that if you allow your paracord bowstring to slip around the drill, it will melt and weaken the cord. Make sure that this doesn't happen or the string will break. 
Abodril will make light work of making a fire to keep you warm, cook your food, and purify your water. So if you don't have a tinder and flint or a fire starter, but instead you do have paracord, Abodril is a perfect way to get that initial spark going. To find out how to use Abodril, check out our guide on 11 ways to start a fire without matches. Another way is to use a pressic knot for climbing loops. Pressic loops can be used to climb up ropes and can also be useful for attaching a kit to the ridgeline of a tarp. Pressic knots, or friction hitch, can lock onto a rope under tension, but then slide gently to move up or down a rope. Climber's accessory cord is the perfect choice for making these as it is very rigid and the knot won't become compact and difficult to loosen. Paracord will tighten up and isn't as good as an accessory cord for pressic knots, but it is suitable. It is a suitable alternative in an emergency. I remember using a pressic knot when we were in Boy Scouts just to use that to climb up a tree, you know, just straight up a rope. That was pretty cool. So, uh, you know, that might be a knot that you might want to know as well. And uh, you can just have that in your arsenal. All right. So number six. Or another way to use paracord is by making traps and snares with paracord. Whether made from the central fibers or intact cord, paracord is incredibly versatile when it comes to making traps and snares for survival. The gutted inner fibers can be used to make fine snares for catching small mammals or birds if used carefully. The individual fibers would be great for snaring small birds. A few fibers woven together would be strong enough for rabbits or squirrels or could be threaded with raisins and used to catch pheasants or other ground-feeding birds as they eat the bait and ingest enough cord to keep them tethered to the ground. The internal fibers could also be tied into a net for catching rabbits or other burrowing creatures which you could smoke out of their burrows. Or the whole intact cord could be used to make larger traps. For an example, a great guide on basic paracord snares comes from Everyday Knife Guy below. And so he shows you how to make a snare, uh, or at least how to make the knot and the loop for a snare trap. One that will uh, tighten up and will, you know an animal can't get away. So that's again another knot you know, that might be very uh, good to know and to have in your arsenal. All right, so uh, another way to use paracord is with a paracord lanyard. A lanyard for the equipment you carry in your pocket can't be underestimated, especially as losing a piece of vital equipment such as a knife or fire steel could literally mean the difference between life and death in an emergency. A simple paracord lanyard attached to your belt will keep your kit safe and if made from plated paracord, rather than just a single strand, can also be a useful way to carry several feet of cord discreetly and compactly alongside your everyday carry items. Number eight is improvised paracord pack. Carrying a kit in a true emergency can be difficult. If you are caught without a bug out bag or it has been lost or stolen and you are struggling to find a solution to carrying any kit you have scavenged, a simple tarp or even a bed sheet, blanket or coat can be lashed into a makeshift pack. Hudson Bay or Yukon style packs are strung together with little more than a blanket and a rope and paracord is perfect for this sort of improvisation. Your possessions can be rolled up in whatever you have found. It might be a blanket or just a sheet of plastic, and then the ends tied with paracord. It is simple enough to either carry this bundle or a single cord across your body like a messenger bag or tie up a rucksack-style straps with your cord if the load is heavier. 
Yes, if it is heavy, the cord may bite into your shoulders a little bit, but no one ever said survival would always be easy. For a Hudson's Bay pack, you can use something as simple as a Shema with paracord to create a pack for your gear, much like in this video below. So there is a video if you want to see that in action there. All right, so what about paracord guidelines? Not only do you need a ridge line for a tarp shelter, but you will need guidelines that secure the corners and edges of your tarp if you aren't planning to peg them directly to the ground and to give you some usable space under a tarp I would suggest you don't peg it straight to the ground unless the weather is very bad and you desperately need to keep out of the wind and rain. Paracord saves the day here as well. In fact, having a hank of it available when you are camping may save the day in bad weather. If you ever need to replace a broken tent guy line or add extra improvised lines in very bad weather. And then number 10, paracord lashings for construction and repair. Leaving the most obvious until last, paracord is great for any lashings that you require, either in its intact form for projects that require a lot of strength, perhaps fixing the seat of your canoe or replacing a broken rucksack strap or finer tasks which require the guts of the cord, such as fletching a primitive arrow or lashing a broken fishing rod. So over to you. Whatever your survival or outdoor needs, always make sure you have some paracord at hand. You will never regret carrying it and certainly will miss it if you need it. All right, so that last one, you know, the construction and repair. And again, I was I brought up Boy Scouts, but just remember remembering those lashings and uh, making tripods and, you know, building onto those and different things like that. I mean, those are great memories. But if you ever needed to, like, for instance, one of the guys in, uh, and this is not a need to, but uh, one of the, the people that I follow on Instagram has been making this like uh, this camp, this, you know, with lashings and, and wood and, and stuff that they're, they're doing out in the middle of the forest, man. And it just started out small and they've been adding to it and it looks freaking awesome. I mean, it is truly awesome. And, uh, you know, they, they do it with lashings and stuff. And, you know, you can do a lot of great stuff with lashings and they're very secure and strong. So that is another thing that you might want to learn, you know, learning some knots, learning how to lash if you uh, or make lashings and, you know, tie logs together with lashings and things like that. If you ever want to make a tripod, maybe to put uh, a pot over the fire or something like that, that's easy to do as well. You know, knowing some of those things just takes a little bit of skill. So going out in the backyard, you know, and practicing a little bit, or even if you have some, you know, some logs that are, you feel like they're, you know, you can bring them inside or whatever. I mean, you can even do it on your living room floor while you're watching TV or whatever, you know, watch a video, learn how to do some lashings and some knots, and then go to, go to town practicing on it. I mean, it, it, you'll be amazed at all the cool things you can do with it. And so the other resources that I was talking about is over at Prepper website in the tag cloud, I have a, a bunch of other articles on Paracord. And, uh, you know, just looking at these, you know, just browsing through this, like 21 survival uses, seven medical uses for Paracords, um, 44 cool uses for Paracords, 59 uses. And then there's a bunch of other ones here, right? And so, uh, for instance, video, there's a video here, building a ladder with Paracord rope and branches. And so that might be a useful one if you ever needed to, uh, you know, to climb in, in a scenario in whatever kind of scenario you might find yourself in. So um, you have that one there, that paracord um, 
archive in the tag cloud. And the other one that I just wanted to recommend to you is uh, the knots tag cloud or the knots archive in the tag cloud. So a lot of different knots here, how to make knots. There's, um, you know, great videos that kind of go slow and walk you through it and some, uh, you know, really important knots to know. So if you had like, uh, you know, just five knots that were that you knew that you knew and you committed to memory and, you know, would uh, would be for specific purposes. Right. And so if you just learn four or five of them, that would be, uh, you know, pretty, pretty smart and pretty a pretty good thing to know uh, for your you know, preparedness needs and survival, bushcraft, I mean, whatever you want to say there, or just tying down something in the back of your truck, right? Just doing that. So you're not sitting there tying like a thousand knots, right? Over and over and over again, where you tie one knot and it looks good and it does what it needs to do. And so, you know, it looks like you know what you're doing. So uh, I'm going to link to these in the show notes. I'm going to link to the article from the prepping guide. I'm also going to link to the paracord tag cloud and also the knots uh, tag cloud so you can go and check that out when you have a little bit of time and uh, if you're thinking you might want to learn some uh, some new knots and commit those to memory well everyone that is it for episode 400 i can't believe that we have hit 400 episodes here at the prepper website podcast that's just uh, a really cool thing and uh, i would like to again say i appreciate all of the listeners out there and uh, you know some of y'all have been hanging out with me since the very beginning and uh, I know that there's a lot of new people as well new listeners and I just greatly appreciate your listenership and again if you're you know new and you're listening but you're not subscribed make sure you do that and that way you never miss another episode of sweet prepper goodness hey don't forget to connect with me I'd love to connect with you on Twitter Facebook and Instagram. I have a ton of ways to connect in the show notes. And with that, choose to live a more self-reliant life. Choose not to be so dependent on the government grid or the grind. Until tomorrow, stay prepped and aware. Peace.